Welcome to Indie Fashion Creators. I'm your host, Ashante, independent designer of Christian Omishan. This podcast was created for the indie designers finding their way to success in a very competitive industry. My goal is to be able to provide resources to aspiring and thriving designers who seek guidance and advice to help run a successful independent brand. I hope that within this podcast, you can find the tools you need to keep you inspired on your fashion journey. Hi, everyone. Welcome to Indie Fashion Creators. I'm your host, Ashante, and this is episode one with Courtney Noel. First and foremost, I'm very excited to have Courtney on this podcast. This is going to be our first one, and we're very, very excited that she agreed to do this interview with us. Courtney, tell us a little bit about Courtney Noel. Uh, Hello, Ashante. Thank you for having me. Um, I'm excited to be episode one. So Courtney Noel is a plus-size luxury brand. Um, We specialize in evening wear and cocktail uh, attire. Uh, And the basis behind the brand is to empower women. Um, So we're very loud. We're very audacious, sophisticated, glamorous. Um, You're going to notice, you know, a Courtney Noel girl. (laughs) So tell me, what inspired you to design plus-size clothing? Uh, Well, I am a plus-size woman myself, and I was tired of wearing whack stuff. Right. (laughs) Of of buying things that I had to settle for. Like, there was, you know, I would go out um, and have to wear the same dress or like repurpose the same outfit because there was nothing else in the store that one was my size or two, I really, really liked. Right. And so I started making my own stuff. Um, and then I put it on Instagram and people loved it on Instagram (laughs) and they were asking, you know, where can I buy this? Do you have it in my size? And I'm just like, yeah, I have it in your size. Let's go. (laughs) Right. (laughs) So is there anyone in particular who motivated you? Uh, my mother, my mother was a big support because we were, we're in a department store and I was looking for a suit for an interview and I didn't like the suit, but it was the only suit that kind of maybe sort of would work. Mm -hmm. Um, That was kind of cute. And I'm just like, if they would have put a pocket here and move the button here and move this that way. So I was doing all of these alterations in my head while I was talking to her. And she's like, well, why don't you just make your own? And I'm like, whatever, mom. (laughs) (laughs) Like, whatever, mom. Of course. Yeah, I can. I can just whip whip up my own suit. And she was like, no, seriously, like, do it. (laughs) So... What do you um, think sets Courtney Noel apart from other indie brands? So, of course, I love all my <laughs> I love all my indie designers. I love all my indie brands. Um, but I think that my designs make my customers the main actress. You're not the supporting cast in my stuff. <laughs> You know, you're not the you're not the sidekick. You're the main girl. Everybody's gonna be looking at you because <laughs> um, it's very bright. It's very I use all bright colors, prints, sequins. Uh, so I think that's what that's what makes it different. That my silhouettes are more daring and more sexy than 
other plus size brands are willing to go. Like I'm willing to do high splits. I'm willing to do plunge necklines. I'm willing to do back out. If you got rolls, you got rolls, boo. (laughs) So tell me, Courtney, what are three of the most important things that you have learned about the indie fashion world since launching your brand? One, that there's a lot of indie brands out there. There's straight size, there's plus size, there's menswear. So if you're looking for a particular style or silhouette or feel, there's somebody out there for you. Uh, And beginning, I didn't really know many other indie brands. I knew like one. Um, But uh, being four years old now, you see like there's other people doing the same, you know, walking the same journey as you. Um, And that brings me to my second most important thing is that it's hard to find us. It's really hard to find us if, you know, we don't have the the ad budget as like, you know, a major brand. Um, And so word of mouth uh, for indie brands, I think is very, very important. Um, It has been important for me uh, because, you know, if someone likes my dress, they're going to tell their friends, they're going to tell their auntie and their mama and, (laughs) you know, Um, and also social media. If, if an indie brand isn't using social media to their benefit, they're missing out. Um, yeah. And the third part, I guess that was three, but I'm going to add a four. The third part is funding, making sure that you have enough capital and enough money to keep your brand going. Cause the indie brand is expensive. (laughs) It's very, very expensive. Every little thing adds up. And so to make sure you have, you know, you have enough funding or that you're, you're, you can maneuver with what you have. I'm not saying you have to have millions and millions and millions of dollars, but whatever you have, you have to make the most of it. Right. Exactly. So what would you say was the hardest part of your journey into fashion design thus far? The hardest part, uh, has been raising capital rate finding finding the money to keep going has been the hardest part the design part and like pushing collections that's that's my bag like (laughs) that's that's where i thrive that is my thing um but the hardest part is finding the capital to keep going so what advice would you give other aspiring indie fashion designers who are struggling with the same issue uh Manage your money. If you need to hire an accountant, find some money in the budget to hire an accountant. If you know that's not your thing and you know uh, you're unorganized or whatever, find somebody because money management is paramount to keeping a business going. And I've learned that in like the first few months of my business, (laughs) you know, so now I have somebody who handles my books, who handles all of the finances, um, and so I don't have to, you know, deal with that. And, you um, know, just to, to piggyback off of what you said, sorry to interrupt, but um, being a, a brand myself, I do think that it is important. You know, something that someone told me is that you don't want to mix your money. So if there are other indie designers who are listening, I think it's very important that you don't combine the two. You have to get a separate account. You have to keep your money separate from your, you know, daily living 
giving expenses and spending um, just because you know if it gets wrapped up in one um, how are you keeping up with um how are you keeping up with like when it's time to do your taxes at the end um just those little receipts and expenses that you have there so i I do uh absolutely agree with that um because it is so important yes (laughs) so important yes you have your personal bank account and then you have xyz business account and they do not mix them. <laughs> do right. not mix them. So what has been the most rewarding experience in your journey thus far? The most rewarding experience has been happy customer emails, happy comments, um, emails I get from people who haven't even bought from me, but they're just like, oh, my God, I love your stuff. Um, you know, and there's been times where people who I don't even know me and they like my stuff. Cause you know, your family is going to be like, Oh yeah, your stuff is great. Woo. But then when you have strangers and they're like, Oh, your stuff is dope. Like I want to buy from you. Right. Um, <laughs> it's such a good feeling right? <laughs> it, where you're like, okay, this is, this is validation. Like this is how I know I'm on the right track. So um, how, how has that experience helped you grow as a designer? Oh man, I get pumped. <laughs> I get pumped up. Um, and because I know that, you know, they like my stuff, I get, I get inspired. Cause I'm, I'm always inspired, inspired. Sorry. I'm always inspired by the women I meet or like, you know, I, I people watch a lot. And so, <laughs> and so hearing that, you know, I like your stuff. I see, you know, I see what you're doing. Keep going. It motivates me. It gets me pumped up. It puts the battery in my back to keep going. Right. <laughs> so I know, um, this question, um, that I have for you, I really want you to, um, elaborate on this because I know that you have experience, um, the Macy's program and things like that. So what has, um, what events have you attended as a designer that has educated you on the, um, business end of fashion? So the most significant program was the Macy's program. Uh, it really changed the way I did business because they dug deep into the business side of fashion. Um, so now I'm laser focused on my goals. I am laser focused on ads. I do more strategic ads now. Um, and I'm also expanding my offerings, uh, with regards to like, you know, what kinds of clothes I'm producing. Is there anyone you would consider a mentor to you? And would you ever consider mentoring an upcoming indie fashion designer? As a direct mentor that I I talk to daily? No. Um, But there are women in the industry who I do look up to. Uh, Monique C. is one of them. Uh, She's been in the game for a very long time, and she's good at it, so... I I watch her closely and I'm, I'm, I I admire her work. So, um, would you ever consider mentoring any up, up and coming indie fashion designers? Yes, I would mentor uh, another indie designer because we all need something, you know, everyone needs a leg up or 
uh, help in some way. I received help starting my brand. Uh, and so I believe in passing that on to someone else. So how have your designs changed since you started? <laughs> my first designs were club wear, super tight, a <laughs> um, lot of mixed prints. Uh, and so some of it hasn't changed that much. I still do a lot of tight things, body, body con fitting things. Um, but the silhouettes have changed drastically i think i've matured in the in the four years that i've been doing this so what do you believe has helped you the most when trying new ideas helped me the most not being afraid to mess up and so i know i know this about me that i i have several ideas that i want to try out and so I buy enough fabric to mess up a few times and then to, <laughs> and then to get it right. Um, and so I think the, the, the fear of failure stops a lot of people from doing things that they want to do. And so because I'm not afraid to mess up, I, I just do whatever. <laughs> well, not do whatever, but you know, I, I experiment with color and things. And absolutely, I do think that you um, you can't be afraid to experiment in this industry. You know, the good thing about fashion is one, it repeats itself, but two, you know, there's nothing new under the sun, and I think that it is very important to take risk as a designer because you just never know uh -huh. what's what's going to be your next viral thing or you uh -huh. know what's going to help your brand to take uh -huh. off and then sometimes your mistakes come out better than what you originally attended intended you know um one uh, i'm trying to think of an example of that i did a i made some dress some dress I made a dress and I'm just like oh it's cute it's okay you know let me let me shoot it let me post it and then everyone loved it and I'm just like what <laughs> you know I spent so much time on another dress doing the pleats and the this and the that and I made the simplest dress and it went crazy and so sometimes you just never know you just have to put it out there and let it go I know that's another thing a lot of indie brands well let me let me not say indie brands but a lot of indie designers have trouble with is the emotional attachment to the designs right i agree 100%. like yes they're your yes they're your designs but you have to let them go in the world you have to let That's them right. be seen and some people are not gonna like it and you have to be okay with that <laughs> especially if they're not selling like I know a lot of people hold on to a lot of things but I'm kind of a firm believer of if it's on the rack and it's been there for more than enough time especially after you've released a collection or what have you you cannot be afraid to let that stuff mm -hmm. go sell it get it out and work on something yes new. so how do you feel? <laughs> I know this is going to be an interesting one for you. <laughs> How do you feel as an indie designer when big brands use your idea? <sighs> so 
lovely, lovely, lovely big brands. This has happened before. Several times, actually, um, where my designs have ended up on a major, major store, uh, either in-store or online. I just wish they would call me and we can do a collaboration together. That'd be great. You know, versus, versus just taking my designs. And now, one, I know that it's not the actual company. It's whoever the wholesaler is. Like, I get that whole deal. I get that bit. But it's frustrating. It's very frustrating because, let's say, my duster. My duster is $250 because it's expensive to manufacture (laughs) for little old me. But Big Box Brand X is selling the exact same duster for $30, $40. And it's... That's the problem. And it's the same... it's the same print, but I went to the store and I, 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 I felt it and tried it and it's not lined. There's no pockets. The fabric is terrible. And I'm just like, you know, this is just ridiculous. <laughs> so that means that it is in fact different yes. and it is not the same as what you carry on your it's, website, it's, which shouldn't stop your customers from like buying from your brand. This is, we would hope. No. And so this is, you know, when that whole debacle happens, uh, the response uh, from my customers were like, I'm still buying from you because I know I'm getting quality stuff. Like, I know that if I buy from them, it's going to last maybe a month. But I bought my I bought my duster from you last year and I still wear it and it's still good, you know. And so. I really, 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 really love my my followers and my customers because they ride with me. And I realized that after after that happens, um, either they're going to ride with you or not. And if they're not riding with you, they're not your customer. And you got to let that go. But your customers are going to ride with you regardless. Your people are going to ride with you regardless. And so that's what you have to focus on. You got to focus on the positive, you know, the positive feedback, the customers that love you and not you know, somebody ripping you off. Because if you focus on somebody ripping you off, that's going to mess up your whole feng shui of what you got going on. Right. So what advice do you have for other designers who who may experience this? Um, hmm. I would say you got to let it go. You got to let it go. Unless you have some property rights deal going on (laughs) unless it's your specific print that you have printed you know unless it's one of those things you just have to let it go because there's no copyright on designs unless there's something really really specific um you just gotta chalk it up to the game and just know that they're watching whoever it is is watching and so you're like okay you're watching let me let me do this i'm gonna do something different i'm gonna you know, go in a different direction because I, you already got my stuff. I see you already biting my okay. stuff, so I'm going to go left when you think I'm going right. And then as long as they're copying, right. they're always going to be one step behind. Right. I agree. I agree 100% with that. So what would you like to see happen in the fashion industry in the near future? And who are some people you'd like to work with? Well, I would love to do collaborations. I like when, you know, two two brands come together and and see what happens. Um, 
that'd be that'd be dope and so who are some people you like to work with with your brand i would love to do a collab with eloquy uh i feel that they they're doing something right and uh, i want to i want to push them a little bit more <laughs> they're still they, they still kind of cover it up over there i want to show some skin um i also love dia and co <laughs> I like D and Co. I would love to do a collaboration with D and Co. What they're doing over there is dope. Um, let's see who else. There's like a whole list of folks I would love to do. Who are some celebrities that you've had in your garments? Uh, Chastity Valentine. She's a plus blogger. She's worn my stuff. Gabby Fresh, another uh, popular plus size blogger. Tess Holiday, model. <laughs> uh, Gabourey Sidibe, Mary Lambert, and most recently Danielle Brooks from Orange Is the New Black. Um, have a one stuff. As an indie brand, how important is it for influencers and celebrities to tag you on social media? It is everything. <laughs> it is absolutely everything. Because again, it's it's difficult for people to find us. You have to you know finagle some things, and so when a person with a large following, whether they be an influencer, blogger, celebrity, wears your stuff and they tag you, that's more, you know, press than you can pay for. Especially because it's also social capital. It's like, oh, Danielle wore my, wore, you know, wore Courtney Noel. Let me see what she's about. Ooh, I like it, you know? And so when, you know, when you're, when you're a small brand and you get that tag, it doesn't necessarily mean sales. It just, it means more eyes on your stuff. Right. I'd, I'd have to agree. I do think, um, when we do get tags, it makes a difference, you know, and for some people, you know, it, it may not come off that big or as, you know, such a big thing, but it really matters because sometimes it can be the make or break of, you know, like I said uh, previously, you going viral. Um, it is brand awareness. Mm -hmm. It could amount to sales. So I do think it's very important. But for some reason, it is really hard for independent brands to get tags. They don't get the same tags as, you know, I'm, I'm wearing a Gucci belt or yes. I'm wearing, uh, you know, um, Christian Louboutin heels. I was saying to to that point, it's also a, a image, you know, everyone, everyone knows the Gucci. There's a certain status associated with the Gucci. Everyone knows the Louboutin every, you know, there's a certain status associated with the Louboutin shoe. And so when you throw me in there, they're like, Whoa, who's this girl? You know, like who's this brand? Um, and it can, maybe some people don't want to deal with it. I don't know. I think my shit is fly. <laughs> hey, sometimes you gotta be a look. You gotta be a pioneer for your own brand. Celebrate you. You definitely have to do. You ha yes, uh, indie designers. You push your stuff. You have to push your stuff yeah. in everybody. No face. one else is going to believe in you. <laughs> you have to believe in you, and that is something I've learned Absolutely. on this journey. So tell us where we can find you on social media. Uh, you can find us on Instagram at Courtney Noel Inc. C O U R T N E Y N O E L L E I N C. 
And you can follow my personal page on design at designing Courtney on Instagram. So all of Courtney's information will be listed in the info section below. Make sure you follow us at Andy fashion creators on Instagram and Facebook. And remember to stay humble, stay hungry and stay blessed until next time. Bye.